Welcome to the Sermon Podcast from Beaver Parish Church. Hi, my name is Lisette and I appreciate being able to share with you my letter in lockdown. About three weeks into lockdown after the original shock to our systems of this new and strange circumstance, a narrative began of a calmer, pared down, simpler new way of being, where people find time on their hands to try new hobbies, baking bread, sitting in the sunshine. It was not my experience and it was a narrative I found I grew to resent. My husband and I have never in our lives been more busy or overworked than we were during lockdown. I longed to be furloughed and bake in the sunshine or bake in my kitchen and instead I just roasted with two small children in the house trying to continue a P2 teaching syllabus without any teaching experience to keep my busy workload going remotely without my usual secretarial support in a hot attic study and trying to keep providing training to our apprentice and to share 24-hour non-stop childcare for two busy little girls who weren't able to go anywhere except on neighbourhood walks. Do you know how messy houses become with kids with energy and living in them who can't get out anywhere? Very soon into this, we discovered the monotony of pasta and longed for a break from daily home cooking. It felt like Groundhog Day from 7am to midnight every day. Cabin fever was real and stress was rising. I remember coming to the point of my next scheduled appointment for spiritual direction and longing to talk to my director. This new technological world of Zoom awaited. It probably didn't suit everyone to meet in this sort of screen way, but I got to the place of wanting whatever contact I could get to talk about my life and trying to navigate it. I was upset by the greed that I saw at the start of lockdown the hogging of toilet rolls and antibacterial wipes. I felt close to tears when I was not able to buy my usual packs of oat milk for my little girl who has a milk allergy because the shelves were just cleared of it. Johnny wanted green lentils for a salad and it was weeks before we could buy any. Grr, I thought, all these freshly sprung vegans as I seethed with thoughts of our packs of our lentils and oat milk grabbed in haste that were probably just rot unused at the back of their cupboards. And so, where was I fitting into this crazy new world? And where was Jesus in relation to me and this new place? He hadn't moved. He was still here with me. The trials I found were for me to navigate in his strength, with his accompaniment. And somehow I did. I watched pain unfold, taking more updated wills and instructions than usual hearing of friends who couldn't attend their close relatives' funerals, praying hard for healing for the sick. And the miracles came too. Niall Murphy coming out of his coma, making it through each week of school, encouraged and affirmed by our daughter's teacher, renewing our enthusiasm for the importance of what we were doing, working hard at my cases and to keep our business as healthy as we could, trying to make good decisions in faith and before God. It brings me to a passage of scripture in James, speaking of trials. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, wherever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that it is in the testing of your faith that produces perseverance. 
Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And Hebrews goes on to talk of perseverance. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. These hard experiences in life come to take away control, force me to adapt and become more dependent on God, or maybe more accurately, to remind me of my utter dependence on him. It's only when I am hard pressed and mostly unwilling to go to such difficult lengths that I grow deeper in my faith, more outward in my perception and learn to lean on Jesus. It reminds me of another chapter in my life almost two years ago when I had my second daughter, Cara. I mentioned earlier that she had a milk allergy and no one can fathom how incredibly difficult and awful something like this is for an infant unless you've experienced it. Cara screamed constantly and clung to me always. It looked like colic, but no rocking or cuddling, changes in her room temperature, walking or posture would soothe her. She vomited, her nappies were terrible, and worst of all, she hardly ever slept. She screamed if she lay down until utter exhaustion took her. She might sleep about 45 minutes and wake up again screaming and crying. The only way that she settled was in my arms. And that ordinarily feel-safe car motion didn't work. She screamed from the moment she would have been strapped into the car seat until back in my arms at the end of a journey. My dad would tell me to put her down as outwardly appeared that she was just becoming stuck on her mum. It later turned out that I had been her only pain relief. At that stage, I could not understand what little creature I had as all she seemed to do was cry. I hardly slept for four weeks until she started getting a rash and wheezing and was eventually diagnosed. During the darkest hours of walking the floorboards in the middle of the night, in the silence of darkness, believing everyone everywhere was sleeping except us, I used to not be able to see any way through and thought that this would be my and Kara's existence forever. I cried out to God and I had no words. It is hard to this day. I used to play a song which ministered to me by Delirious. It brought Jesus into the room with me. So I wasn't on my own with this little infant with whom I had no idea what was wrong. I trusted Jesus was with me and frankly, I had nothing else to cling to. I knew Jesus had journeyed pain and he gets suffering. And I'll just play a wee bit of this song now. What a friend I found Closer than a brother I have felt your touch More intimate than lovers Jesus 
postnatal depression and it took many months for my healing to come but it came. It was my time of lockdown before this lockdown and it was rough. I am so glad it is behind me and I would never ever want to go back but I'm also so glad that I experienced it. It gives me a sensitivity to the wonder of our physical being and how fearfully and wonderfully made we are and my alertness to Kara's continuing, developing and delicate little system. It brought me to hell and back, and I could not have made it without Jesus. I feel in times of greatest pain, I have journeyed deeper and grown more. Carbon becoming a diamond is pressed hard with so much pressure and weight, and through that pain and vulnerability, it becomes more transparent beautiful and tough, resistant, stable and non-reactive. It is naturally rare. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out before us, knowing that Jesus is with us, cheering us on, carrying us. Amen. Thank you for listening. To hear previous weeks and for more information, go to beaverparish.co.uk forward slash sermons.